Welcome to the Frugal Family Home Podcast, where my goal is to help you be more intentional with your time, your money, and your life. I'm your host, Shelly Olson from frugalfamilyhome.com. Hello and welcome to episode 54 of the Frugal Family Home Podcast. And in this podcast, I'm talking about how to save money while grocery shopping online. Because let's face it, in this crazy COVID world, um, a lot of us are still shopping online to stay out of the stores. But my journey with online grocery shopping started way before COVID, when our local Fred Meyer and Safeway started offering curbside pickup. And long before that, when Safeway started delivering groceries, I gave it a try. I really liked it. But, you know, back then, three, four years ago, I think is when it started. It was a little odd. Not too many people were using it. And it wasn't as convenient as it is now. But if you and if you love online shopping, like I do for groceries, then you'll want to know these four tips that can help you save money while you're grocery shopping online. So it is a little bit different than going into the store to save money, but you can still get great deals even if you're doing all your grocery shopping online. So let's get started with my four top tips for saving money. First, we all have to eat. We all have to go grocery shopping. It's just part of our life if you're going to be making meals at home and not eating out for every single meal. And these four tips can really save you money when you're buying groceries online. It's just a few things you can do to help you stick to your budget while getting your grocery shopping done without having to set foot into the store. Yes, that's my kind of shopping. So let's get right to the tips. The first tip is you want to activate the Ibotta extension in the Chrome browser. I know you're thinking, I already have the Ibotta app on my phone. Can't I just use that? Well, it's a little bit weird, but with Ibotta app, many of the stores, you can't submit your receipts that you get when you shop online. I know it seems weird to me too. Why can't you just do it? You're getting a receipt, you're grocery shopping at the same store. What's the deal? Well, I don't know, but evidently there's some sort of rule against it or that's not how the app works. So you need to add the Chrome browser extension for Ibotta. And it's super simple to do. First, if you're new to Ibotta, you're going to need an account. So if you don't have an account yet, come on over to the podcast show notes at frugalfamilyhome.com forward slash podcast forward slash 54. And there you'll find in the show notes, a link to take you over to sign up on a bottom. And so that will get you an online account. Then you can add the app if you do in-store grocery shopping too. And I would just recommend you do that. Um, and definitely have both of them ready and waiting to go. And then all you need to do is install the Chrome extension for Ibotta. And every time you're shopping online, this little pink tab will be on the right hand side of your screen and it'll pop up when you can save money. It's like, hello, I'm here to save you money. Use it. And it's wonderful. I mean, I, I've saved money. Uh, let's see, I've used it at Michael's, Target, Lowell's, 
I don't know, so many places. It's not just for groceries. You can use it for a lot of things. So once you have it installed, then you just go about to do your shopping and just add the coupons in your account. So some places it'll pop up like at Walmart. Love, love, love shopping online for groceries at Walmart because you can see the Ibotta coupons right there as you're browsing items. And in the show notes, I'll have a photo of it so you can take a peek if you're a visual learner like me and see exactly what I'm talking about. At other grocery stores like Safeway, instead of having coupons you add to your Ibotta account, then you just get a flat cash back offer on your full purchase. Now, I'm sure there's some exclusions, but you get um, cash back on your purchase. So as of this recording, it is 2% Ibotta cash back on your online grocery shopping at Safeway, which is great. I mean, who doesn't want to save 2% by just making an account and clicking a little activate button. Yes, I do. And I'm sure you're raising your hand too that you want to do it too. So go over, install the Chrome browser extension for Ibotta, and you can see if uh, how much Ibotta can save you money while you're shopping online at your favorite grocery stores. Now, it doesn't work on every grocery store. Fred Meyers, nope, doesn't work. I don't know why, but you can use the app when you're at the store doesn't work online. So you just you can look on the Ibotta website, see if your store is included in that, or better yet, just when you shop, look for the Ibotta little tab to pop up and you can save money that way. You do also need to add the coupons to your account. So each day you might want to, or each week as you go to shop, you might just want to add, go through and see the coupons that you might want to use and add them right away. You can add them after you shop when you use the app in store, but online you have to add them before you shop. So just make a point to go over Cruza Ibotta offers before you shop. And that is why I love Ibotta so much. So be sure to go and see how to sign up the show notes. Now tip number two is to add coupons to your loyalty card. Now sure, you can use the Ibotta coupons online at some stores, but other stores, you can just add coupons right to your account. So when you're shopping online, you're going to need an account. And with that account, you often get a loyalty card. Like I have loyalty cards, but maybe they don't give them out anymore. Maybe it's all digital, which you can add the coupons to. So, and they'll automatically, magically be taken off at checkout. How do you do this? How do you add the digital coupons? Well, you just go to your store's website and you look for digital coupons. Usually it's in the top menu bar, but there might be a little button on the side or as you scroll down, you want to click that. That will take you over to the digital coupons page, and then you can add your coupons onto your account. Now, be sure to sign into your account before you start adding those coupons, otherwise it won't let you add them, and that can be frustrating if you're not used to this process. So one, sign into your account. Two, click on the digital coupons. Three, add them to your account and save money. It's really that easy as one, two, three. This is how I use digital coupons. Each time before I shop, I look for coupons for the week. I add them before I shop and 
look over the coupons I have already in my account. So I have you you'll have coupons already to added to your account and then you'll have the coupons you'll want to add. You look over both of those just to refresh your memory on what you have available and what coupons are expiring soon. Then I check my grocery list to see if any of the items I'm purchasing that week have a coupon to make sure I get the right item so I can save. Some stores like Fred Meyers let you shop right in the coupon. I know, isn't it great? I wish everybody did that. I think Safeway is doing it too now. So you click on the coupon to see more information about the offer. And as you scroll down below it, it will show you a list of the items that that coupon applies to. So you can shop right from the coupon, making it super easy to save. And I'll have a photo of what that looks like at Fred Meyers on my webs on in the show notes, just so it's easier for you visual learners like myself. And a bonus tip, you can add, you can always clip paper coupons and bring them with you to the store and they'll scan them and take them off of your grocery order. I've done this at my local Fred Meyer store a few times. And so you can use digital coupons, paper coupons to save even more but be sure to check with your local store to see if this option is available to you. Cause I am not sure that is the policy at every grocery store, but I know locally here it is available for us. Tip number three, shop the sales and stock up. I know you have probably heard me say this a thousand times to shop the sales. But it really is a great way to save money. You can meal plan around the sales edge, which is super easy now that they are all online and easily accessible. And the best way I know to save on groceries each time you shop is to shop the sales each time. Buy what you'll use now and buy a little extra when those prices hit rock bottom. Then live off of your extra purchases until you see that rock bottom price again. This keeps you from paying full price at any time and you get to save even more money. But if you're new to stockpiling or stocking up, then I have a few tips that can help you get started. First, you want to be choosy about what items you stock up on and only stock those items that you know you love and will use. Don't stock up just on something just because it's on sale because your house could end up looking like some of those houses on hoarders. We don't want to do that. We only want to stock up on those items you know that you'll use and that you love or you use all the time. Keep your stockpile space available only for the items you know you'll use. Now, does that mean you never want to buy an item that's really good that has a coupon and a sale? No. If it's something you want to try, just buy one. And then if you love it, you know that's something you want to stock. I'm just saying don't stock up, stock up on things unless you know you actually really like them. The second thing is you want to start small. Yeah, you could get really excited and think, I'm going to build a huge stockpile. I'm going to stockpile flour and sugar and blah, 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 and lots of things and get way, way in over your head. And it can get frustrating when you're trying something new and you go into it too fast and it becomes overwhelming. And I don't want that to happen to you because stocking up on items really can save you money. But when you're starting, you want to start small and just stock up on three to five items. And that's it for that week or that month. 
then add another one or two items each week or month as you find them on sale. And maybe you only buy one or two extra to get started. And then the next time around when you see a sale, maybe you buy three extra to get your stockpile stocked up. It's not a race. Every single extra item that you know you're going to use and that will store well is good to buy and to stock so you don't have to buy it when it's not on sale. The next thing you want to do is you want to watch the sales cycles. Most items go on sale once every 12 weeks or so. So when you stock up, be sure to purchase enough to get you through the next sale. So like at our house at peanut butter, we I know peanut butter is going to be cheap in August and September. It always is because of back to school things and people know people eat more peanut butter. And so this is a good time in August and September to stock up. And then right before we had candy making time, then peanut butter usually goes on sale again. So you just stock up enough to last you until the next time it goes on sale. And you'll get used to knowing about when things go on sale if you pay attention. You can also keep a price book. And that's what I did for years was I kept a price book to track when the prices were the best here locally. Now I know some of the prices have really gone up in so many areas on so many things. And so adjusting for those inflated prices is something you'll have to kind of do if you've been running uh, or keeping a price book regularly. I know I've had to do that, but it's not that hard to adjust, but just watch the sales so you know when things are going to hit their best prices. The last tip in this little section here is to stock most expensive items first. If you have a limited stockpile area or you have limited room in your freezer, then you want to pick and choose what you'll stock. You don't want to stock up on a whole bunch of bread that is a dollar or two a loaf and then don't have any room for ground beef or steak when it goes on sale. That's not what we want to do. If your space is limited, then you want to make sure to have space for the most expensive items first. Now, I always stockpile meat. I buy meat only when it's on sale. I buy it in bulk portion it out for meals or make freezer meals with it and then freeze it. Then when I'm meal planning, I plan off of what I already have on hand in the pantry and the freezer and what is on sale. And the sale items may be going into my pantry or freezer that week because they're rock bottom prices, or I may be using those sale items to fill in or to make more variety in our meal plan. But either, either way, I'm always using what I have on hand and, and thinking about restocking for the future. So we always have um, um, amounts of food on hand that I can use so I don't have to pay full price. And if you're thinking, oh, I'd love to make freezer meals, but I tried that once and it was awful, all that cooking and chopping and all of that work. Well, I have a solution for you. I have freezer meal cookbooks that where, where you can get eight to 10 meals done in an hour. That's right, eight to 10 meals in one hour. You just buy the, the ingredients, put them together, and there's no pre-cooking. This is my kind of freezer meal making. So if you're interested in checking out those freezer meal cookbooks, you can come over to frugalfamilyhome.com 
forward slash podcast forward slash 54. And you'll, uh, in the show notes, you'll find a link there. Because who wants to spend all day stocking up your freezer with all that cooking when it can be done more easily? Now, our last tip, our final tip, tip number four is sign up for yearly delivery service. So if you like to have your groceries delivered to your door, the best way to go is to sign up for delivery by the year. You can pay monthly, but it's anywhere from $10 to $15 a month paying it, doing it that way. And if you were going to know you want to have all your groceries delivered, you might as well uh, go ahead and pay and sign up for a whole year. And with gas prices going up, grocery delivery doesn't sound too bad. I mean, you do your shopping online, you make your appointment, and you sit back and wait for them to bring it to the door. Now, if only they would come in and put it away too, wouldn't that be great? But no, they don't do that service. So it's about $100 to have at most of the grocery stores locally to have the groceries delivered right to your door or about $8.25 a month. So much nicer. Now you can always do curbside and curbside if at most places, if you order a minimum amount is free, which is great. But if you're, you don't even want to have to take the time to drive through the store, then signing up for grocery delivery for a whole year is the way to go. And if you'd like to try out Albertson's grocery delivery, you can get $20 off and get your first delivery on your first order over $75 free. As of now, there'll be a link on the show notes where you can click over to take advantage of that deal. Or if you like to shop Walmart, you can save $10 off your first pickup order or delivery. And I'll have a link in the show notes for that too. And that will give you a chance to try out the delivery service before you decide to purchase a whole year. And who knows, you may love it. For me, curbside pickup is good enough. I don't know. I've thought about trying out the delivery service for a year. And so I may change my mind and make another blog post. But as of now, we really like curbside pickup. And because I shop for other family members right now and take groceries to them, it's just the best way for our family. But again, deliveries, delivery service might be good for you. And the price is really inexpensive too. So those are my four best tips for saving money while grocery shopping online. I started grocery shopping online when it was first available just off and on. But now I shop every week at stores that offer free curbside pickup with minimum order. And I may never have to go back into the store again for groceries. Who knows? I may be going back in. But right now, this is such a great option for our family and it may be for you. And don't feel like because you're buying your groceries online, you can't save money. There are ways to to save and have the convenience of not having to go into, into the store. So that is it for this episode. Again, you can find all the links and photos of what I talked about in this podcast at frugalfamilyhome.com forward slash podcast forward slash 54. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time. 